welcome to the Seek First CEO podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I want to help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. We are officially in the new year. Happy 2024, sister friend. Whether you have been around since the beginning of this podcast when it wasn't even called Seek for CEO, or this is your first episode, I am honored and excited and ready to spend 2024 with you. We are in the decade of the pay, P-E-Y, which in Hebrew represents the mouth. And so I want to encourage you, those of you who God is calling to do podcasting, do it, start it, and trust the process. Those of you who he's calling to speak, whether that is an actual speaker um, or teacher, or maybe it's joining a mom group or going and talking to a mops, this is the decade. So 10 years, the focus is of the mouth. We've already been in this since 5780. We are currently in the year, Hebrew year 5784. And this is the the year of the doors. There is so much prophetic insight into God's timing and God's calendar. I have a bunch of episodes a couple years ago about God's calendar. If you're interested in going back and listening to those, Um, a couple other amazing resources that I love for that is Christine Vallis, um, Rabbi Jason Sobel. There are so many people who talk about the prophetic significance of what time and season we're in. And I know that your mouth is so important. So get ready because this year God has put on my heart that the podcast is a big piece of how I'm serving you. And I can't wait to do that. So with that, let's jump into today's episode. It is the first episode of the year. And I thought, you know what? I I want to talk about the word of the year. I've been doing this for about a decade. I've been I've been an entrepreneur for about a decade. And I don't know where along the way, like picking a word of the year got controversial, but there are some people who it really annoys that people pick a word of the year. I don't know, but I think it's really awesome and I love it and God has blessed me so much with it. In fact, last year, my word of the year was blessed, like blessings. And I want to walk you through how I uncover my word of the year and then what I actually do with it, how I keep it at the forefront of my mind. I just had a first call with a new client um, this week and I asked her, you know, do you have a word of the year? And she said, yeah. And she said, last year, it was the first time in forever that I actually remembered my word throughout the year. And so we don't just pick this word, although in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I just would pick a word. I was like, oh, joy, that sounds fun. Um, abundance, that sounds fun. Uh, but over time, I have really just presented the question to the Lord and asked, God, you know, what is, what is the theme? What is the thing you want me to focus on? 
Now, God speaks to all of us differently. And for me, he will often impress an idea on my heart, and then he will use others and things to confirm the message. And for me, this year, my word, drum roll, my word is intentional. And having intention, intentionality with everything that I do. And I'll tell you the story about how that came about. I was actually having a coaching call with a client uh, at the end of last year, and we started talking about something, and I said, man, that'd be a great word of the year, intentional. And she echoed and said, yes, that'd be awesome. Well, then it kept sitting in my heart like deeply, and I thought, wow, well, you know, I suggested that maybe for her, but that seems like a really good word for me because at the time, I was starting to really focus on being intentional with my time. Time management has always been something that I have somewhat struggled with, and I don't like to be super, super, super structured. I like some flexibility. At the same time, I know that having some structure, especially as an entrepreneur, is super helpful. So as I was kind of thinking about this word and this time management course that I'm going through, and I just was thinking, huh, wonder what my word is. Well, then my husband prayed over uh, myself and another couple at church and in that prayer, he used the word intentional and intentionality like three or four times, which is not really a super common word for my husband to use. And I felt like, okay, well, there's a confirmation. And then it came up again and it came up again. And so oftentimes God will confirm a word through other people. So maybe you've been thinking about something and you keep hearing it and there's something in your heart that you're like, man, there's something to that. Maybe that is your word. Now, I don't think there's like this like right or wrong word per se. In fact, if any word is something that is going to sharpen us and encourage us and strengthen us, then I think it could be a good word. Okay, so here's my tip. If you don't know your word or you don't feel like God's telling you a word, think of something that has been in your life that you would like to work on and then present it to the Lord and say, Lord, can we work on this this year? Um, if you don't get a no, then I say go for it. You know, oftentimes we're looking for the right answer. And sometimes God really does only have one choice. And when that's the case, I believe he makes himself very clear. If we don't know and we don't feel like we have an answer, what I don't want you to do is wait until March to be waiting on the Lord. Maybe the Lord is waiting on you to present an idea to him because the Lord's already gone before you. And the significance of your year isn't all tied around one word. It's tied around him. And if you journey with him around that concept and around that word, I promise you, you will grow and you will be blessed. With that, what do you do after you get the word? So last year, my word was blessed. And one of the things that I did, rather than just keeping the word and trying to use it, I created a sentence. And my sentence was, everywhere I look, I see God's blessings. This was a game changer for me this last year. Why? Your brain is always looking to confirm what it believes. In fact, God made your brain so that it expends as little amount of energy as possible because you need your energy for life. And so as your brain is wired and it has these thoughts, what we call these neural pathways, it's always looking to shortcut the thought so that it doesn't have to expand and share and use any more energy 
based around that thought. So as I continue to repeat this sentence to myself, everywhere I look, I see God's blessings. Everywhere I look, I see God's blessings. I started to notice his blessings in the very little and mundane to the very, very big. And it was like my eyes and my heart were open because my brain is looking for evidence to confirm what it believes. And so if I start speaking that over my life, I see God's blessings everywhere I go, I start to see them. So I want to encourage you, if you have a word, your next level of that would be ask the Lord for a sentence, create a sentence around that word and continue to speak that over your life so that you will start to put that thought on autopilot and your brain is going to be looking for evidence to confirm that's true. So that comes deep in your subconscious and you're not proactively thinking about it. I share this often, but you make 80 to 90% of your daily decisions based off of what you believe in your subconscious. Imagine what it would look like if you had a, a thought deep in your subconscious about being aware of and looking for the blessings of God. So I actually haven't come up with my sentence this year because intentional, intentionality, it's kind of like a, I don't know, a tricky word, but I've been kind of playing around with some sentences. So when I think about it, I'll probably share it on social, but my word is intentional. And here's what I've done so far that I would encourage you. If you have your word, these are some exercises that you can do to take it another level deeper. Again, I want to share this with you. I did not do this in the very beginning of me picking a word of the year. I just kind of took the word and I would, you know, write it on a post-it note or just kind of think about it a little bit, but here are some ways to take it next level. So number one, what I always do is I look up the definition. It's very interesting to me. I'm such a word nerd, but it's very interesting to me that sometimes we hear a word so often that we, we create this definition around it. But when we go to the dictionary and we look at all the different definitions of it, the Lord will just show us a depth to it. And so I love looking at a dictionary and seeing what are the different definitions that go with this word to take me deeper. Now, one of the other things I love to do is also with a dictionary or a thesaurus, you take that word and find the synonyms that go with it. So for me, the synonyms for intentional by the way, if your word's intentional, this will be fun for you. You'll get a little bonus here. But um, done deliberately, intended, designed, having a purposeful meaning. Those are some of the definitions of it. And then some of the synonyms of it are conscious, intended, purposeful, willed, deliberate, knowing, voluntary, willing. So there's this, it just helps you take it to the next level of where can I be implementing this in my life? Where can I be aware of this? And how, what does this look like? What does it sound like? What would it feel like? What would it, what would it, we can use all of our senses to really get a deeper level of what this word means. Now, don't stop at the synonyms, go to the antonyms and take a list of words that are opposite. Sometimes you will have such revelation to think, okay, well, if I am focusing on, for in my case, intentionality, then the opposite of that would be random, haphazard, hit or miss, casual, by chance, unintentional, inadvertent. And so that's really gives me a good idea of if I am being haphazard or hit or miss or just by chance, I'm not actually walking out my word of intentionality. So go to the dictionary, look it up, get the synonyms, get the antonyms, and then go to scripture. Now, last year, my word blessings was, I forget, there, there was a, almost, I don't know, there was a hundred and like 
close to 150 verses with the word blessing. And then you could look at different versions of the word like bless, blessed. And there were so many options. And what I did was every day I would choose a different scripture and I would just read about it and ask the Lord, what do you want to share with me? And I got so much revelation through that. Now, my word this year, I've already looked in the concordance of a Bible and intentional intentionality. There's not many verses. In fact, I've already looked up every single one. I'm not opposed to going back and asking the Holy Spirit what else he wants to show me, but none of them really stood out to me like in a major way that made me think, you know, I was going to spend a ton of time in the word trying to see where the Lord has already spoken about this topic. But if your word is something like joy or I, there's love, um, so many different th kinds of thoughts that I could think of, of just different words of the year, you probably could just literally do a Bible study all year around your word. With that, we want to define it. We want to look at the opposites. We want to look at the same. We want to look at verses. The next thing that I have added that has been super helpful for me is, okay, so this word intentional I believe that God wants me to be intentional with my day, with my time, and with my life. And so I, as a coach, always give my clients an assessment. And it allows them to assess the 10 different areas of their lives that make up them as a whole and see like, okay, where are they? Where do they wanna be? What is the difference between that? And what has the biggest deficit for them? And I thought, you know what? It'd be really cool if I took this word intentional and I looked at these different 10 areas of my life and sat with the Lord and created some little goals around this area. And so let me give you those 10 areas. I hope you have a pen and you can go back and you can sit with the Lord and ask him, what would it look like for me to be, and I'll use this example, intentional in these different areas? What would it look like for me to be disciplined. I know a couple people said disciplined. Actually, I asked on my Instagram stories today, what is your word of the year? And my goodness, there are so many good ones. I'm just going to read you some of them actually. Um, so here they are. Here's one is rest. What would it look like to live in rest? What would it look like to rest in these different areas? Intentional. Um, someone else has intentional surrender. What would it look like to surrender? I had surrender in 2021. I hated that word. I was like, Lord, that sounds like punishment. And so I asked the Lord, what do you mean? And surrender means a lot of different things to a lot of people. And I was like, what are you trying to show me with this word? Because it came up many times. And what he told me was, I want you to surrender the need to know. Go back to 2020 and 2021, and I was researching things like crazy. I wanted to know who I could trust. I also wanted to know everything about revelation and end times. And I was just on a hunt for truth. And I know the truth will set me free. And part of what God was showing me in that season was that I was making an idol of logic. And I was making an idol of trying to be in control and understand everything. When God just said, can you surrender the need to know and trust that I have gone before you? I am beside you. I am beside you and behind you. I've, I'm, I'm surrounding you and I'm watching you. You are, you are safe. Psalm 91.4, you, you are safe. So surrender, good luck to you who put that in my comments. Um, release. And so God, if he's given you a word or if you really want that, if you, whether you choose it or not, like ask him, what do you mean by that? God, what, what could this look like? 
what what would be fruitful for me to take this word to the next level? Bold, consistent connection. That's a really good one. Rest and abundance. Imagine, alignment, uncomfortable, gratitude. Okay, so all of you who shared that in the story, some of you are probably listening to this now. Um, and for you who are listening here on the podcast, just whatever your word is, here are the 10 areas. You can sit and journal this uh, after you get off of this podcast. Number one would be relationships. And specifically for me, since I am married, I have this as marriage. So what would it look like for me to be intentional with my relationship with my husband in my marriage? And one of those things for us is doing devotions every Monday through Friday in the morning at 6 a.m. before the kids get up. Now, this took some talking to my husband because he goes to the gym certain days in the morning and I go to the gym certain days in the morning and I also want to get my own personal quiet time with the Lord. And so it took us talking. And for the past two days, I am happy to say, actually the past three days, I am happy to say that we have stuck to our quiet time together. Praying together is another one. Date nights. I want to do consistent date nights at least twice a month. Raise your hand if you are a wife who... You would just love to have more date nights and you don't. Um, Every woman that I work with is like, typically that's a struggle for them. They want it and they desire it, but they don't have the support or the, um, the time, the freedom, you know, with help with their children to be able to do it. So that is a huge thing for us. Um, We currently have hired a girl who goes to our church. She's a senior and she's awesome and my kids love her. Um, Shout out to Natalie if you're listening to this. And so what does that look like for you to be intentional in your relationship in and for me specifically my marriage? The next level is family. And for me specifically, it's children. What does it look like for me to be intentional with my relationship with my children? Well, having game nights, having dates with my children, playtime, doing what they want. There's all kinds of ideas around that. And what would it look like for you to be, well, restful with your children um, or some of these other words, to surrender as a mom? What would that look like? To release, to be bold. Um, Okay, the next step is, or the next category is your spiritual life, your spiritual walk. And so really, what is your relationship with God? What would it look like for you to be, fill in the blank, when it comes to your relationship with God? For me, that's taking walks. I, for this last year, I kind of stopped taking walks as much, probably because I'm going to the gym more. Um, But one of my favorite things to do is to go on worship walks and prayer walks. That's a lot of the time when I would pray for my clients. And so that to me is a way to be very intentional about my time with the Lord. I also have some other things on there that I'm excited about. Um, Really continuing to grow in my prophetic giftings and prophetic painting and fasting, fasting on a monthly basis. Um, And I I am incorporating actually corporate fasting within my mentor mind community. So if you're part of that, get ready for that. It's going to be exciting. All right. Personal development. What would it look like for you to apply your word of the year to personal development? I have a goal of reading more Uh, That ebbs and flows in my life, and I love Audible, but there is something about reading an actual book that I love reading, and so that was something that I put on there. I'm also pursuing another certification for my coaching. Um, I am pursuing my trauma-informed and story work certification through one of my mentors now, Carrie Garcia. She's amazing. I'm going to have her on the podcast um, this year, but through Freedom Movement. So that's another one of the ways that I am growing in my personal development and always having a coach 
always having somebody to hold me accountable and not really hold me accountable to like do it, but to help me see where my blind spots are. They've gone further than I am, whether that's more of a business consulting coach or more of a spiritual coach or mindset, whatever that may be. And so for me, that is a non-negotiable to always have someone also um, supporting me and encouraging me. Physical health. What would it look like for you to apply your word to your physical health? This has been something I worked on last year, and so I feel really good about this, but I'm gonna take it to the next level with getting back into some meal planning and meal prepping a little bit more. The next area is your mental and emotional health. So what would it look like for me to be intentional with my mental and emotional health? Well, for me, it's taking a me day and Maybe it's getting a massage once a month or there's these new things called the float spas. If you're familiar with those, George and I went and looked at one a few months ago. We haven't done it yet, but it's um, on our uh, to-do list. We would like to go try it out. And so if you've ever done a float spa, message me on Instagram and tell me how you liked it. Um, Again, this could maybe look like therapy, look like counseling. Maybe it looks like a vacation, you know, a getaway. That's a great mental and emotional health thing. So what would it look like for you to apply your word to your mental and your emotional health? The next one is business or your calling, your job. And so what would that look like for you to apply your word in that specific area of your life? For me, it is hiring some people, um, specifically a podcast manager, um, hiring an OBM really being intentional with my time and my schedule and being, and that's really a huge part of it, is I feel like my outside life, I've got really good with my intentionality and my time. A lot of times kids force us to be structured, right? With all the events they have and places they need to be. But my business can feel sometimes like, what did I do in those five hours? Oh my goodness. And I work three days a week. And so I know my financial goals and I know that each hour is worth so much. So Being intentional with that for me is super important. How about you? What would it look like for you to apply your word to your business? The next one, finances. How can you apply your word of the year to your finances? For us, one of the big things we've been talking a lot about is investing in our first rental property. That is something really big on George and I's heart. In fact, we started that process in 2018. By the grace of God and the wisdom that my husband had, he knew that there was something off. I ended up losing the eight-figure business in that year and the extra finances that we had to be able to buy rental properties really went out the window. And so God knew the timing wasn't then and we do believe it is now. And so how can you apply your word of the year to your finances? Ooh, I'm thinking of the person who said bold um, in their word of the year. Like that could be a really fun one. Um, Abundance is somebody's word. How could you apply that? Imagine. These are super fun. So I hope that you are getting some ideas and the Holy Spirit is revealing to you some things that you get to do with him in 2024. There's two more, two more categories here. The next one is hobbies, fun, and recreation. If you've listened to me before, I shared with you my very first business coach rocked my world the time when she asked me, what do you do for fun? And I just looked at her like she had three heads and she was like, yeah, no, building a business can't just be your fun. And I said to her, I said, well, I build businesses. And at the time I had you know four different businesses going on. I had a faith-based apparel business. I had a boutique. I had a coaching business and I had a network marketing business, business all at one time. And what God showed me was that I was so busy that I didn't even know how to have fun anymore. 
And somewhere along the way, I had a coaching call with a client not long ago, and we talked about fun, and she had this revelation that the enemy, that is one of the things he stole from her, was fun, innocence, and play as a child. So much so that she has not carried that into her adult life. If you read scripture, Jesus talks about we are to become like little children, and there's so many good things around that. One of those things is having an imagination, being playful, having fun. And so one of the things God invited me to do this year was to prophetically paint and just to paint with him, not out of this expectation I'm going to sell these for a million dollars, but just because I could spend time with him and use creativity. God is creative, therefore you are made in his image and you are creative. So what do you want to do for fun, for your recreation, for hobbies? I know for me too, it's playing the piano. I've played the piano since I was four And so I could just think, God, what do you want me to, how can I be intentional about playing the piano? Well, maybe it has to do with my business that I can make X amount of dollars so that I can buy the piano that I would love to sit at and play. You can start to see how your word can really be included in all the different areas of your life. And then last, but definitely not least, because this is an area that the Lord has really worked on my heart with uh, this last year, especially the last half of the year, and that's friendships the relationships outside of your family, although some of you probably have friends within your family, but friendships. What does it look like for you to apply your word to friendships? One of your words is uncomfortable. Ooh, that could be really interesting. How can you get yourself uncomfortable so that you can serve people in a better way? For me being intentional, it looks like getting out of the house and having dinner with a friend one time a quarter. And, you know, I thought about that. I was like, one time a quarter seems like nothing, but if I can't even do that with my husband sometimes, why would I do that with friends? Um, So hosting people at my house, if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen that New Year's Day, we hosted about 30 of our friends here at our house. And I have had this narrative my whole life that I am not a hostess. And I have really been digging into that because as a coach, I am very hospitable with people's hearts. However, having someone into my house felt really, really, really different. And so I've just been sitting with the Lord on that. Like, why have I lived that way in that narrative? Why do I have this belief? And does it have to be true? And I just, my husband and I just hosted our friends on Monday of the new year. And it was awesome. It was so good. And the Lord is already stretching me in awesome ways when it comes to being intentional about all these areas, including friendships. So I hope that gives you some insight of some things that you can do. So looking up the definition, the antonyms, the synonyms, creating a sentence around your word and not just a flat word, but what does that look like? Give it some texture and allow your brain to start to um, observe and see and feel and recognize it everywhere that you are looking. Take a Um, deeper look into these 10 different areas of your life and ask the Lord how you can apply your word to these areas. And by the way, let me take it one level further. I forgot to mention this. My goal is not to like try to fix all these 10 areas of my life and be intentional in them. My goal is every month to take one area of the 10 and pick one, two, or maybe three of the goals and start applying them. So it's not that you're going to change overnight, but that if you can focus, laser focus on one of these areas, you will start to see the fruit of that. And what I find is at the root of whatever, of the, whatever we're believing, if our roots are healthy and they are watered well, the, the fruit on the tree is going to come about in all areas of our life. So 
I hope that blesses you. I hope that excites you for the year ahead. And if you don't do a word of the year, then I don't know why you listen to this entire podcast. <laughs> but I hope that you have a great Q1, a great January. And I am so pumped. We just started the Seek First Mentor Mind. 20 women have said yes to pursuing God and pursuing business. We will be opening the doors to the Mentor Mind at the end of January. So stay tuned. We have something super fun coming for you. It's Business Tree Bootcamp. It is a five-day jam-packed challenge for you, a bootcamp for you to really get yourself set up for 2024 from a mental emotional, a heart-centered place so that you can thrive in your business. So let's pray. And I hope you have a blessed first week of the year. Father, I thank you for this new year. God, we also thank you that your mercies are new every single morning. God, we thank you for the ability to invite you into all areas of our life, not just our business, but our marriage, our finances, our health, our mental health, our relationships, our family relationships, and every other area of our life. So God, we thank you for walking us into this new year. And we thank you that we get to pursue you. And when we seek you first, we get every single thing we need. So I pray over the ears that are listening to this, if they have not received their word, Lord, confirm it for them. Give them a focus of intentionality of whatever you want them to focus on this year and invite you into all these areas of their life. Lord, for the woman who is um, just expecting good things, I pray a blessing over her in this year financially, relationally, uh, just spiritually in every way, Lord. And we thank you in advance for all you're going to do. You get all the glory and honor in Jesus name. Amen.